The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is time for another edition of Mick Shots, and we're happy you could uh, join us all along the Dallas Cowboys Network as it is Thursday at 11 a.m. That's our regular time slot during the offseason. You've got Bill, you've got Mick, you've got Everson, and even though it is May 21st, there's still plenty to talk about because Mickey Spagnola, the NFL year never ends. No, it sure doesn't. And good, thank goodness for us, right, that something keeps happening and happening and happening. And I knew we hit that uh, lull uh, there for a little while after uh, the draft and we did all the post-draft stuff. Uh, and now we get something else. The facilities are starting to open, including the Cowboys. And uh, Everson, I see he upgraded his background. Mine got downgraded, but Everson's got a great mural behind it. <laughs> Hey, come on, man. That's my first interception of 57, all right? Really? That, yeah, that was my first game against the Redskins. I came off the bench. I was scared as hell. <laughs> Got in the game. Thousand throws up a duck, and I don't know why I caught it like that. I could have easily gone up with two hands, but I, I, I cradled it like a baby to make sure that that was going to be my first. So I, I didn't want to screw it up. You Odell <laughs> so, Beckham did, huh? Yes, that back. <laughs> so, how long have you had that pick, there, Everson? Oh man, I've had it since uh, I believe since 1981. You know, I had to drag it out. One of our one of our Twitter fans, uh, he he kind of gave me a little uh, a few tips and said, "Hey, Everson, you look kind of bland back there. Why don't you put a background in?" So finally, I took his advice. I slid this thing in here, and you know. Now you can see how I used to look when I had black hair. Yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, very good. Well, as you can see, as uh, most uh, everybody uh, still working from home, although some are getting back to the office. And, in fact, there are some back at the office at the Star in Frisco as well, including one owner, president, and general manager of your Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, on Tuesday made it back to the star. Let's hear what Jerry had to say upon his arrival. Great to be back in the office this morning. I thought there was no better place uh, than right here in our office, my office, to uh, participate uh, in the virtual league meeting that we're having. Uh, in the days and weeks ahead, I look forward to welcoming many of our employees uh, back to our workplace. Uh, we're committed to doing uh, what is safe and smart and everything that complies with uh, all the rules uh, from the standpoint of our state, our county, our cities, as well as the NFL rules. This is a big day for our clubs. I think it's a big day for the NFL. I think it's a big day for sports. Uh, it's a big day for building confidence. Uh, we're going to be very deliberate, but we're also going to be very determined. We will keep a close eye on the comfort and care of our employees as uh, we're involved in this transition. We'll do it the right way. So good uh, to see some movement as uh, facilities are reopened and as uh, Jerry alluded to there, um, it, of course, it's uh, at a limited capacity right now. Coaches not allowed on the premises. And as far as players are concerned, it's only players who are rehabbing from injuries or surgeries. But, Mickey, it is a good sign that there is now a movement at the Star in Frisco. Yeah, kind of a step in the right direction and kind of gives you hope that things uh, might continue to uh, partially open up. And I think, Bill, we need to point out it was a, it was a partial opening. Uh, they, the NFL has put a limit to how many people, uh, personnel, uh, you know, the different departments can be uh, at the building. Uh, so it's not a wide open, everybody come in. Uh, obviously, we're still doing uh, mix shots uh, from our respective uh, homes. Uh, but it is a step in the right direction. I guess it does 
give you some hope that things will relax at some point. Uh, we still have a long ways to go, and you know I think the big thing that uh, I keep hearing, and I'm sure the Cowboys are kind of following this, while things are opening, uh, relaxing the restrictions, uh, we still have to be very vigilant uh, about making sure uh, we do all the things we need to do to keep ourselves safe. Not only that, uh, guys, you, you know, you think about uh, the corona, you think about the age of not just guys like ourselves. I can see some old reporters going in there trying to get a story coming out with more than what they wanted. Uh, <laughs> a but, bigger you know, story, right? <laughs> right, a much bigger story. But I think, I think you really have to worry about uh, the owners themselves. I mean, you know, they're up in age as well. Uh, God forbid uh, something happened uh, to one of the owners and uh, they have a tough time dealing with this. I mean, this is just something we have to deal with. Uh, and I'm like Jerry, man. I know Jerry's, you know, unfortunately losing a lot of money. I'm sure that's a side note for him, unfortunately. But just the NFL itself and how they're going to go about doing this. This is an extremely serious situation, not just COVID itself, but the fact that the owners in the NFL are losing a lot of money. These are things that are weighed so heavily. So now we have to balance safety versus economy. And it's not just out there in, in, in the real world, but I, I would say the realer, the realer world is the NFL because you're talking about there's so much money uh, at stake. And uh, not just the money part of it, but you think about the fans themselves. Somehow sports and football, it just kind of brings people together in, in some way to where uh, it might lift the spirits of the nation. So when he talks about how important this is, it is a lot to do with money, but it also has to do with a lot of the spirit of, uh, of this country right now, which is, wow, it's just it's so unusual, so unusual. You know, guys, what, what I saw that was pretty eye-opening to me, I saw an article on how, and I, I think it might have been nationwide, it might have been just in Texas, but it, it was a three-phase opening uh, for high school football. Uh, in the first two phases, one of the restrictions uh, was that uh, no coach 65 or older could take part in any kind of uh, weight training, conditioning, or whatever they're allowed to do in the first two phases. So that was like, oh, my. Wow. That's good. That's crazy. I did not know that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, Spags? Are you going yeah. to be checking out high school football? <laughs> I, I, I would have been furloughed for sure. <laughs> I mean, when you when you think about the the what they're trying to do, uh, my friend and I were making jokes the other day about well, how are they going to make the helmets differently? Because they're going to have to change the uniforms and everything if they're even thinking about doing this again. So when you talk about the mask, they're they're talking about building a, a new helmet with masks in ninety five masks in the helmets. These are things that are, have to be considered if you're going to try and open up this season. So that's just on the professional aspect of it. What about high school kids? You know, what, what high schools have enough money to where these helmets are going to be, you know, remade uh, and, and conform to some type of a, a standard, uh, that, that the new standard that Corona has brought to us? Yeah, that, that's beyond my pay grade trying to figure out... <laughs> figure out any of that stuff you know the nfl though has an advantage over the other sports uh, most all the other sports in that uh since their regular season doesn't start until september college football's in the same boat and the nfl can now sit not just sit back i mean they're they're doing what they can i'm sure it was the principal thing that the owners talked about in their meeting on uh, tuesday but they can look and see how things progress as far as baseball goes, basketball gets going back at it, and hockey as well, soccer, which has started uh, overseas, uh, and they can kind of see how it progresses and be able to uh, get proactive on, on some of the things, that the measures that they uh, take in order to make sure everybody is safe. No, absolutely, Bill, and uh, that's why, you know, I saw a comment, um, J.C. Shredder, uh, the uh, new NFLPA uh, player president uh, did a conference call with the media, and you know his point was, well, this is all fine and good, but we can't play football without physical contact. 
You know, we can't play football uh, without us being, you know, can't stay six feet away. Uh, so he said, you know, we've got a lot of things to discuss uh, to figure out how we can go back and practice maybe, uh, but we got to play a game. Uh, there's got to be a lot more things to be talked about to make sure keeping the players safe. You know, the thing, the thing that's, that's going to be uh, prevalent now is going to have to be in phases, of course. You're talking about uh, practice is one thing. I like what you said, Spags. Practice is one thing. We can get out there. You know, I've got uh, a couple of camps that are considering uh, rescheduling as well because of the relaxation in the, in the, the standards. And, and you have to come up with your own uh, bylaws in regards to those camps now because, you know, even though they're not, uh, they're not that close together, like full contact, you know, this is no contact camps, but you still want to have some type of a, a standard to where you got kids uh, so far away from each other. You know, you still want to do the social distancing, which is really, uh, you got to put on the air quotes because social distancing in football and basketball and hockey, now those are sports, okay? Now, if you want to go with activities, then yes, you can play golf, okay? You can play tennis and you can play those other activities. But when it comes to real sports, those three that I just brought up, it's going to be a difficult task to see how you can uh, keep uh, the, the, the corona down in regards to such close physical contact, play in, play out, game in, game out. And, and same goes for baseball, too. I mean, there's, you know, there's... Uh, still an activity, that, kind of. Still an activity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 you know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, there was some news that was made yesterday, uh, Mickey Spagnola. Um, I'm not sure if Alden Smith is a Missouri grad, but you are a Missouri grad, right? I absolutely am, and I so. remember watching him uh, when he played there. And when he left a year early, uh, I wasn't real happy because he was awfully, awfully good uh, at Missouri, and it was reflected in the San Francisco 49ers uh, in 2011 uh, selecting him with the seventh pick uh, in the draft. Uh, and uh, as you mentioned, uh, the NFL uh, came out yesterday and announced that he's conditionally uh, reinstated. Uh, he can join uh, the Cowboys' virtual uh, offseason program on uh, May 26th. So that's a step in the right direction. But again, uh, he's got to continue to do all the steps required of him uh, to be able to end up playing. So uh, that was good news for him, uh, good news for the Cowboys. Now, again, I don't know how much they're counting on him to instantly make an impact. Got to remember, Bill Everson, he hadn't played any football in five years. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a tough one, guys. Uh, you know, when you talk about the limitations that he's going to that, that'll put upon him in regards to uh, this whole COVID uh, then that just adds to the drama, really. And uh, it kind of adds to his recovery because, you know, he, he's had some, some type of substance abuse problems. Not just that, but some, some uh, personality problems to where uh, those things can be enhanced under these type of conditions. Let, let's face it, guys, just because he's got a little money in his pocket and he's had some success in regards to the steps he's taken to get back in the league, there's still a, a mental process that he obviously still has to deal with. And this whole shutdown, uh, it has not, it won't bode well. It usually doesn't bode well for people with those kind of issues. So he has to be even more conscious of the, the issues that he has in front of him. Forget football right now. He's already taking care of that. That's a good thing that those, those steps have been taken to, to get him to where he is now. But, man, he still has a foundation that he has to stay strong in regards to his personality, in regards to things that he's dealing with internally. Well, it is a very smart contract from both sides, both the player and the team, as far as the way this thing is structured, as far as his money that he can make before the season starts. I believe, if my memory serves me right on the breakdown on his contract, uh, his reinstatement uh, paycheck amounted to around ninety thousand dollars yesterday. Thirty days from now, he gets another fifty grand, 
and then at the beginning of training camp another hundred thousand and then second preseason game another hundred thousand and then another one uh, if he makes the team in uh, September and so but it's very smart the way they've done that along the lines of what you're talking about Everson there as he's got some financial incentives as we creep closer and closer to the start of the regular season in September where he will make uh, obviously more money uh, there's uh, it's it's packaged in his deal uh, per game uh, incentives as well yeah Bill I'm glad you mentioned that because you know when everybody just kind of does a cursory story and it, they point out that he signed a one-year four million dollar contract with the Cowboys that's somewhat misleading uh, and you're exactly right there's all those steps so uh, the only money he's made so far was the 90,000 uh, yesterday when the uh, NFL uh, conditionally reinstated him. His base salary is 910000 So basically that would be the base salary for a guy uh, that's been in the league uh, as, long as, uh, as long as he's has. And then you're right. It's, you know, uh, if, you, if you go to training camp, if you last a couple weeks in training camp, if you play a second preseason game, and then there's a per-game uh, active roster uh, bonus forty thousand six hundred and twenty-five dollars uh, for each game, and then there's sack bonuses too. So that's how this thing ends up getting uh, to four million dollars on a one-year deal. So, uh, you know, you would hope that's one. That's one of those old Gilbert contracts. Yes, it is, uh, isn't it? Like right? <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of. You know what? It's sort of. It sort of reminds me of my days back in the factory working in the summers during college where you could take a, one of the jobs, you, they bid on them, and then there was piecemeal. Like the more you produce, the bigger your hourly wage went up, right? And you should have seen the incentive on those guys that that was their full-time yeah, year-round yes, job. Like, yeah. And you know what they did, you guys? Uh, they would loaf the first half of the day. And then after lunch, they knew what they could do. And they would drag us meons along, minions along. And they would start humping. And I'm going, I don't know if this is safe. I need my fingers for the rest of my career. You know what? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me, and I can say this because I'm an Oklahoma grad, it reminds me of those summer jobs that our Sooner players had back in the day where if you show up this Friday, we'll give you $100,000. If you show up two, month, two weeks from now, we'll give you another fifty grand. if you show up two weeks after that. The statute, the, the, the statute of limitations have run out, Bill. That statute of limitations have run out. I'm sure they had that at Grambling, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Grambling had that. Yeah, we had that at Grambling, yeah. All the money we had floating around <laughs> in our program. Yeah, we had that. Hey, by the way, guys, I like this uh, this, this thoughts of, of uh, Alden Smith. Uh, you know, I've been having a lot of time on my hands. You know, I've been in the little workout room upstairs. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I think if I just kind of cut this off a little bit, right? Maybe diet or something. You might I want to diet. Yeah, I'll <laughs> diet. Oh, thanks, thanks, Bill. Maybe if I diet, I, I might be able to fool somebody. I might come back as some uh, Cuban or something, and, and they might not know who I am. <laughs> well, you know, it just it just adds another uh, you know aspect to that defensive end spot because it's really one of the spots they didn't really address in free agency somewhat addressed it in the draft with the fifth, uh, fifth round pick uh, of an A. Uh, but again, from the team standpoint, the only guy with any amount of experience that they could put at that right defensive end spot if they had to play tomorrow uh, was Tyrone Crawford. And we're talking about a guy coming off hip sur- both hips. Being Two hip surgeries. Yes, right. not just one, hips, right. plural. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and did it within a, you know, kind of a three-month uh, period. Now, he is saying he's good to go. He'll be ready to go when they do uh, football activity. But, again, he, he basically played like five games last year, uh, and he's getting up in age. I, I know he's 29, getting close to 30. Uh, so this kind of adds to, okay, let's see what we got here. Uh, it's going to be one of the more competitive positions, I think, if we ever get to training camp. Uh, and who knows, you know, this may bode well for Randy Gregory uh, getting reinstated. But a lot of this has to do, though, with the NFL monitoring the steps these guys are taking. And if you look at Alden Smith, you know, he's been uh, working out uh, in L.A. 
uh, and supposedly for the last nine months, uh, drug and alcohol free. Uh, so that's a step in the right direction, and that's what the NFL wants to see, and they need to see that from Randy Gregory, too, before they let him take uh, that next step. Uh, and to me, you know, helping those guys take those steps, if you can be part of something and you know people sort of are you know, depending on you, maybe this helps in whatever rehab you're going through, physically, mentally, uh, and, uh, drug rehab, uh, you know, and Alden's gone through the whole bit. You know, I've got a list over here of all the things that has happened to him from 2013 through 2015 when he was indefinitely suspended, and he had some problems. And it looks like maybe someone finally has identified uh, his troubles, uh, and maybe he's on the right path, but he's got to continue to do it, and Randy Gregory has to show that also. Maybe you get both back, but again, we're talking guys that haven't played in quite some time, and I don't think you can just assume that, oh, this guy's good to go 40 plays a game, but we'll see. Uh, You hope the best for people like that, Uh, but again, uh, they got to prove it. All right, we're just getting started on this edition of uh, Mixed Shots. Uh, How about uh, when we come back, there's a little bit of news that's uh, out there. Looks like I see Dak Prescott's name uh, being talked about on social media today. We'll get into some of that, and we'll get into injury rehabs a little bit later in the show as well. Mix Shots continues in a moment. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too right above the subway well i bet you don't even notice it after the that's my neighbor angus a deal that's just okay is not okay get a great deal with america's best network come into an at&t store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for zero dollars down based on gws1 score september 2019 back, back, back. to mixed shots Don't miss your Cowboys this season at AT&T Stadium. Single game tickets are on sale now. Get your tickets today at DallasCowboys.com. Of course, uh, yes, a couple of weeks ago, regular season schedule came out, so we now know the dates of all those home games at AT&T Stadium. And the regular season, of course, gets started the second week of the season against Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, and the Atlanta Falcons. Single game tickets at DallasCowboys.com as Mick Shots continues now. And, oh my, trending on Twitter is Dak Prescott. And there's a report out there from that noted journalist Chris Sims <laughs> that <laughs> the Cowboys have offered Dak a five-year, $175 million deal that will make him the highest-paid quarterback ever. You, you know, Bill, that? 
Um, hold on, so, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. Let's go with our doctor that we have in the office today. Yes. Right? We still got Dr. Fauci here in, in the form of Spagnola. So, Dr. Dr. Fauci, could you please tell us what's really happening here? Please. So, what's the, what's the prognosis on this DAC contract? <laughs> So if, if my math is correct, and Bill, you went to Oklahoma, you can back me up here. Uh, <laughs> five years, 175 million. I believe that comes out to 35 million a year. Correct? Yes, correct. Okay, and I think Russell Wilson, uh, what he averaged on his extension, but remember, he had a year left on his old salary that reduced the average, but the four-year extension. Uh, came to 34-something. My understanding of what the offer was, it was maybe uh, a half million less than what Russell Wilson extension averaged. So this is probably uh, in the ballpark. Uh, And the other part of the, uh, the equation was the signing bonus was upwards in the vicinity of $50 million. 50. So on a five-year deal, and, you know, we kept using that number uh, as to show what happens if you sign a long-term deal. And I always threw out, well, if it's $50 million just for math purposes, you divide it by five, and the proration's $10 million a year on the salary cap. And that first year... You know, if you give him $50 million tomorrow, you know, he doesn't need more than a $5 million base salary that rookie year. You would cut that franchise tag in half of what he would cost uh, for this year. So, yeah, uh, and, and again, and I think the one thing that we've talked about in this show about uh, the proposals uh, were... You know, we kept saying, well, we kind of got an idea what the Cowboys are offering. We don't know what the other side is asking for. And, and I think for an example, just to throw it out there, I, I would say, well, what if it was $40 million a year? Will you do that? Uh, and so, yeah. So, you know, this gives you some basis for, you know, keep people keep asking, why isn't it done? They just need to pay him. This, this is embarrassing. He's your franchise quarterback. Well, okay, fine, uh, but this is not just a one-year deal. You have to spread this out over the life of the contract with the assumption that the salary cap's going to go up. It might not go up next year. It might go down if we don't have 100% fan participation uh, during this season. So you kind of get an idea. The other thing, Bill, that I saw, Everson, uh, was that I saw where there was there was 14 players franchised. There are still six that haven't either signed the franchise tag or an, of a, a long-term extension, and that includes uh, Dak Prescott. So he's not the only one out there, but he's the only one we hear about constantly, at least once a week. Well, you know, I, I think the issue to me with this whole thing. You're talking about social media. Uh, you're talking about uh, the impatience of not just the NFL, but the fans themselves in regards to uh, Corona. And now we have our own little in-house problem. We're trying to get our quarterback signed. Now, if I'm going to look at this from an owner standpoint, I'm thinking, I want to get this done as quickly as possible. I want to get this out of the way. Now, if you're looking at it from Dak Prescott's standpoint, obviously they are in no hurry to do anything. You know, you can sit up here and play with numbers like that all you want, Spags. When it all comes down to it, come on, right? You know, I would say nitpicking, but I'm not the guy that's looking at playing with $10 million, you know, or less, depending on how the contract is, is stated. And so... From a fan standpoint, I want this to hurry up and get done. You know, from a former player standpoint and a, and a, a union rep, you, you have a, a player that's taking a look at every aspect of this contract to make sure that everything's tied down well. His representatives are doing the same thing. And when it's all said and done, I think Dak is looking at what potential uh, contracts are going to come after his from people in the same position, such as, and I'm, I'm, I think mainly 
Patrick Mahomes is the one guy that he's looking at. I think he wants to make sure that whatever Holmes, Mahomes does, that uh, it doesn't lead that too far in his way. So I think there's a, a pride thing in regards to which quarterback is going to get paid the most. I'm the oldest. I've been doing it longer. Yes, you got the Super Bowl. That's great. But my numbers are out here. And Mahomes could say the same thing. He has his own stats and, and accomplishments that he could put in there. But uh, I think as a, from, from, player, from a player standpoint, I think Dak is making sure that whatever happens when this is all said and done, he doesn't want to be underpaid uh, when, it's, when uh, Patrick Mahomes and other quarterbacks come up for their time to sign. Yeah, you know, and I understand this. And, and from an agent standpoint, they want to do the best they can for their client but also themselves, right? So they can go out there and say, hey, look what my agency got, Dak Prescott. I I get the game. And if you don't ask for 40, uh, you know, maybe you don't get 35. Uh, Because if you ask for 35, they may say 33. So, I mean, I understand how the negotiations go. And, you know, as things are going right now, he's not missing anything. Uh, So, you know, this, this will continue until... There is a deadline, which is July 15th, uh, where you got to either do the long-term deal or say, okay, I'm very bold. I'll play on the franchise tag for $31.4 million. Uh, and I'm sure the way they're looking at it, if you franchise this year and next year, he would total $69 million. So when you structure the contract, I'm sure they're looking at it and say, okay, for two years, I got to, in cash, make $69 million. And again, you know, you hear these numbers, he's asking for 40, okay, fine. But what's the guarantee? Because that's the important thing. The guarantee is what it's all about. And I think on Russell Wilson's uh, contract on the extension, the guarantee uh, was $107 million, uh, which is far less than $34 million a year. Uh, so that's the important number. We can hear these big numbers, that's fine. But there's always some sort of phony money in the last couple of years uh, that the team can get out of and not pay these exorbitant base salaries if they want to. And I'm going to throw this at you. You guys decide. And I ain't saying it's accurate or what. But uh, every year, and I kind of back in the day got to know Pete Prisco, uh, CBS Sports. Every year he comes out with his top 100 uh, rankings of players. And, And I love the way he he kind of puts it out there. It's like, okay, have at it. You know, this is my opinion. If yours is different, fine. I'm not saying I'm accurate. But uh, on his list, Dak Prescott was the 46th ranked player. Right or wrong, that's one man's opinion. Uh, So, again, uh, you know, this will continue to go week by week, uh, and uh, we'll see if there's an end. But I guarantee you by July 15th, We'll know something for sure. I have got to see that list. I've got to see that list. 40, 48 or 46? 46, yeah. 46, wow. Do you have, how Man. many quarterbacks are ahead of him? Yeah, you know, I didn't count that. Uh, Zeke was 17th. Uh, he was the second running back. Uh, McCaffrey was first. I think he was uh, number five. Uh, and Zeke, Zeke was 17th. Zeke was the 17th player. Yes. Wow. And... Um, so yeah, there was, uh, and I just kind of looked. So there was, uh, there was six quarterbacks in in the top twenty. Okay. And six, um, and six defensive ends slash outside linebackers, sort of pass rushers. So that was twelve of the twenty at those two positions. The other thing about uh, the reports about the DAC contract is uh, obviously. This has been reported on over the course of the last uh, few months that uh, Dak wants a shorter contract, Cowboys want a longer contract, and the, the, the what Chris Sims is saying is that uh, he wants a four-year deal. If they agree to a five-year deal, they would like a really big number at the end of that fifth year to cover uh, them for what the market might be at the position five years from now. And there's reports that that big number might be uh, north of $45 million in that fifth year. And you would assume, you talk about guarantees in the contract, that you would assume that uh, the agent is also wanting that to be pretty much, uh, pretty much a, 
Well, close to being guaranteed. Usually, if you have the, a, these NFL contracts, if you've got that kind of money in the last year of a contract, then it's, he's never seeing that money. Yeah, exactly. And think about it. If I give him $50 million in a base salary, uh, which is guaranteed, uh, and if the total amount was 175, well, now we got 125 uh, million, uh, if that's what they're asking for, and that's what they get. Uh, 125 million divided by five uh, for base salaries, if they were equal, which is 25 million a year plus the 10 million uh, on the proration, and you're talking about the quarterback taking up 35 at an average of 35 million a year over the five years. You know, I, I'm so surprised that uh, uh, Little Sims was, was able to get this information. I mean, Spags, you and Jerry must not be meeting uh, regularly like you guys used no, to. No, no, <laughs> you, you, you got it wrong. It's, oh, he, must oh, have a, he must have an in with the agent, okay? No, no, hey, you need to go back to the yacht and see what's going on, man. You and Jerry need to resume your meetings and see yeah, what's that, happening. <laughs> this just reminded me of... Uh, Super Bowl last year in Atlanta. I was there, and Dak uh, did a media availability, uh, and the local media was there, and national media there as well. It was a the sleep the comfort uh, endorsement he's got, whatever that is. Uh, but anyway, Chris Sims was there, and, and so I was just sitting here thinking about this. Well, Dak and Chris Sims, they must be tight. You know, they're in that quarterback club together, I guess. They must, and so maybe Chris is getting that information from Dak. This is a funny little story. All right, Chris Sims does his interview with Dak off to the side, and then Dak came to the Dallas-Fort Worth media. <laughs> Dak says to us, who is that? No, oh. he did not. <laughs> So unless they've gotten real close together here in the last uh, 15 months or so, I don't know that uh, that they were. I know they weren't very close 15 months ago. So we will see. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. That's... <laughs> All right, Mickey. We don't have time to get into injuries in this segment. So how about we go a longer last segment, and we're going to get into injury rehabs and uh, some surprising news along that front and much more still to come here on Mix Shots. How's that for a tease? Beautiful, Bill. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back, back to mixed shots. Okay, you've got to up your gift-giving game. You need to go to Jack Black, get Jack Black, 
Amazon.com and get the perfect gift for Dad. Hey, Father's Day must be coming up around the corner. Uh, You can get a free five-piece JB Classic set with your $65 purchase. Just use the code DAD and you can pick any one of these five things. The Pure Clean Daily Facial Cleanser, Double Duty Face Moisturizer, Mini Intense Therapy Lip Balm, Natural Mint is one of the flavors, along with Supreme Cream Triple Cushion Shave Lather. Go to getjackblack.com, <laughs> shop now, use the code DAD. Boy, you have some serious tongue twisters in your in all of your blasts, man. The, the tongue twisters just never stop. That is amazing. You, you must have to like exercise your tongue before you do each shout out, right? I need to I need to to talk to the person that does the copy, the, who's doing the copywriting, right? Hey, it sounds good when in print, but try to say it. <laughs> I think I think that's what they do. They laugh at you. And right. you do the shout-outs, and they're like, wow, I can't believe Spags is still doing this. That's how they, they, <laughs> that's how they come up with the names of, the, of uh, what they sell, is that it's what can, what's Mickey going to have trouble saying? What right. Twister for Mickey. That's how they determine it in their marketing department. That's right. All right here's, another, here's another gift idea for you. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fans. Join Dallas Cowboys United and get an exclusive Dallas Cowboys United Fan Pack and Member Benefits. Membership start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to join today. And that comes with your own special N95 mask, right? (laughs) There you go. There you go. All right. uh, As we talked about off the top of the show, the uh, Star in Frisco and other NFL facilities are open on a limited basis right now, as you saw Jerry Jones was back at work for the virtual owners meeting. He did from the star on Tuesday. Only a certain percentage of employees can be in the building. Coaches can't be there yet. And uh, players as a whole cannot be there. Only uh, injured players rehabbing from injuries or surgeries can be there. And uh, Mickey, how about we talk about injuries? And I'm wondering if Mickey Spagnola can return to the star for rehab. Well, uh, I need to get special uh, dispensation to be able to go in the building, but uh, rehab uh, will be in my future, and one of the reasons you see me with a a blank background instead of my Wheaties box behind me and my dartboard uh, was because those are uh, upstairs at my house, and I can't go up the stairs. On uh, May 3rd, uh, at the almost conclusion of my two-hour bike ride. Uh, I tried to cross uh, four-lane highway uh, to get to where the sidewalk was so I could be safe, and I cleared three of the lanes and the red lights that were all on in both directions. Well, the one that I was trying to cross turned green, and there was a, a truck pickup truck there in the last lane, and he started without seeing me, and I got broadsided on my bike. Uh, kind of went flying a little bit, and mm. my f- foot did not come out of the bike pedal stirrup. Uh, and I kind of knew, you guys, what was wrong when I felt the pain uh, behind my left leg, uh, and I was in denial. Uh, but my uh, sports writing medical training uh, taught me that there was something wrong with my Achilles tendon. Uh, and I waited a couple days and uh, called Dr. Cooper, uh, who got me in uh, to the Carroll Clinic. Uh, he's the Cowboys uh, orthopedic surgeon. And all he had to do was touch the back of my leg one time, and he confirmed my biggest fears that I had torn uh, my Achilles. And a week ago, Monday, I had surgery. And it was the first surgery uh, I've ever had. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it just kind of hit me those days leading up to it, what these athletes, the Cowboys players, all the guys that have to have surgeries must go through, not just from a physical standpoint, but from a mental standpoint. Because suddenly 
you're in the hands of the anesthesiologists. And while these guys are really good and the surgeons really good, you're still at their mercy. And boy, from a from a mental standpoint, you just can't get over it. You just can't get through it. And and it made me think that. And Everson, you can talk about this. Uh, you know, we treat player injuries and surgeries like, well, all right, yeah, put a Band-Aid on it, you know, spit on it, and no big deal. Surgery, surgery. You got to do it to repair an ACL. You got to do it to repair a torn labrum uh, or an, uh, a rotator cuff. But boy, I'll tell you what, surgery is no joke. And uh, it, it gave me a new appreciation for these guys, uh, what they have to do to continue their career uh, and get back uh, on the field. And for me, uh, the torn Achilles could be one of the worst injuries to rehab. Uh, this is going to be a long haul, and uh, probably next time you guys actually see me uh, in person, you'll see me on one of those kneel-down scooters <laughs> paddling my way along uh, in the hallways because I've got a big old walking boot on, and I've got to be in it uh, for quite a while to make sure that the technique they use to put the Ten, the, the Achilles tendon back together uh, doesn't get stretched out uh, before it reattaches itself. So, yeah. Uh, and I, Everson, I know you went through uh, the surgery uh, when you donated the kidney back in 2007, am I right? Yes. Uh, yeah. To donate it to Ron Springs. Uh, and had you had surgeries before that? Never had had surgery before that. Uh, was really blessed. I think you and I were kind of alike. We were both trying to stay out of the fray, Spags, as much as possible. I wasn't trying to get my head off in there and, and have some surgery. But uh, I and you played what, 13, career. 14 years? Uh, 13 years, no surgery. Uh, wow. The Achilles is my also my biggest fear, I would imagine, from any athlete. You have to think about Kevin Durant and, and just what an amazing athlete that he is to be able to come back so far you know, from, from what he went through uh, last year. Uh, you know, we think about surgeries, and, and I always think about running backs, you know, whenever we think about surgeries, because they're always getting hit on their knees uh, and, and their, their legs and their ankles. And now you take away their livelihood, like, like we did with Tony Dorsett. Uh, he leaves the Cowboys uh, after they brought in Herschel Walker, which I thought was one of the craziest moves ever made in Cowboy history. Uh, he goes to Denver, of all places, and he, he, tours, he tore his ACL, if I recall, while in Denver. When he, we, we look at that, and I think he was on the back end of his career. He was over 30-plus years old at the time, and for a running back, that's old. And Dorsett was able to gain close to 1,000 yards post-ACL uh, uh, surgery. I thought that was just amazing how he did that. Uh, we don't, you know, we shouldn't take these surgeries for granted. Of course, just you and you and I as lay people right now is hard enough because we have nothing to get back to. These guys are on a schedule and they have a, a legacy that they want to to extend. And uh, so when you think about trying to come back from something like that, the urgency that they that they feel uh, after probably right after surgery when they're just feeling just helpless. You know, I can't do anything right now. I pulled a muscle one time and I felt like they should shoot me like a horse. You know what I mean? So here you've got these guys with bones that are trying to heal, muscles that are trying to heal, and they've got to get back into the fray and be as good as they were before they left. And that, that kind of pressure, that's something that we take for granted as fans, but it shouldn't be taken for granted at all. Yeah, and if you think about it, and I was trying to count up, and by my count, you know, from the start of training camp last year to around now, you know, the Cowboys have had at least uh, a dozen surgeries. And, and, you know, a lot of these, you know, you're, you're talking about, well, can you get back in time for the off season? Can you get back in time for preseason or the regular season? Uh, and, and these guys have to work awfully hard every day, and that's why, you know, Bill mentioned – uh, with facilities being closed to the coaches uh, and players, except for the guys doing rehab, except for the guys coming back from surgeries right. or injuries that they've got to work on day in uh, and day out. 
and I was told and I was reminded several times that, look, you know, your livelihood doesn't depend on you being back for the offseason in 2021. So you've got to take your time and not rush this because this is a real serious injury. And if you try to get back too soon, uh, you know, you could ruin the surgery and you'll be limping for the rest of your life. And, you know, and when I asked, uh, you know, is there an alternative to surgery? And uh, the foot specialist at the Carroll Clinic told me, uh, Dr. Curry, he said, yeah, there's, there's an alternative. I can put you in a boot for two months and the tendon will kind of reattach itself, but you'll limp for the rest of your life and you'll never do anything again athletically. And wow. I was like, you know what? I don't think I have a choice. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, so here I am on my scooter in my boot, and, uh, and it, it, it was hard well, to talk about all, it first. First of all, but, what are you doing riding your bike for two hours, Spags? That's the problem. You're riding too long. Now you're, you're exhausted trying to sneak across a 10-lane highway. No, it wasn't 10. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you and you're surprised you didn't make it, okay? You only have 20 seconds, and you can see the cap. It's counting for you. It's counting down. Where are you? His life is counting down before his eyes. <laughs> I figured all I needed was five seconds, right? Uh, but you know you're on, exactly man. People right. got places to go. They don't have time to wait on some old Dr. Uh, Fauci to, to cross the street, man. They, you know, you, know you got to be better and, and, and you're right, because... I was so anxious to get home. I had rode, I rode way too long, and it was like, oh, I just got to get back. And it's like, okay, I can make this. You know, and the other thing you do is you beat yourself up because there's all these little decisions you made along the way. Oh, I could have gone this way. I could have waited. I could have gone that way. What if I hadn't stopped here to drink water? Uh, and it just it drives you crazy. And, uh, and then you have to just sit there and accept it and go, okay, uh, let's make the best of it. So, you know, working and from now, home now right now is not all that bad. You know? Now you now you found out what it feels like to be hit. All right. Oh, now man. you find you've been writing about it all this time. Now you can say, I know what it's like to be hit by somebody like Zach Martin. You know, <laughs> it, it reminded me of, and I, I can't remember which running back it was, and it might have been Emmett. Uh, he was talking about getting tackled, and he goes, "Yeah, just think about." If I carried the ball 20 times, it's almost like I got in 20 car accidents, uh, the, the impact of the hits uh, from these guys. And you know what? He, he's pretty right. Yeah, it is. It is. Now you can say, you're right. Isn't it? <laughs> now I know why cornerbacks make business decisions out there. <laughs> we make business decisions, Fags, okay? You did not make a good business decision. No, right? I did not. <laughs> So, so Mickey, what's your what's your prognosis for Oxnard? Well, <laughs> if if we go, uh, I would imagine my little scooter's coming along with me. Uh, I kind of uh, pointed out to when I first told the guys uh, at work, you know, what happened. I said, "Well, I'm going to be this year's uh, Sanjay Lau, Kyle uh, Kyle Valero. Uh, both guys had foot injuries last year and ended up." Uh, if you remember, during practice, uh, on their little pedal scooters, which they do, I'm told don't work real great in the grass, uh, but I've got to stay off it as much as I can. So no pup for you? Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe not as much standing on the sideline, but uh, I can still write. You know, that was the, that was the weird thing. I, I didn't break a, uh, and God bless it, I didn't break a bone and I didn't hit my head. Uh, because when the emergency unit got there, the biggest thing they were worried about is if I knew who I was, where I was, where I was going, where I lived. And I said, they said, did you hit your head? And I go, by some miraculous happening, uh, no. And they looked at my helmet and they go, ain't a scratch on there. And it's like, God bless it, because uh, that's the thing that uh, they most worry about when something like that happens. Right. 
Good well, stuff. I think it's I think it's uh, evident to those listening uh, on, and uh, responding on social media that you did not have a head injury because you you're still talking the same way you did before. Still you, not making not, any it sense, did, right? It didn't <laughs> knock any sense into you. It didn't knock any sense into him, Bill. You're so right. He's still hopeless. He's still hopeless. <laughs> uh, what was what the, was the what was the line? Somebody uh, had a head scan and and they said, "Yeah." Sure enough, they still found there was nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about the other uh, the injuries from the for the Cowboys players this offseason? You've alluded to some of them, uh, like Tyrone Crawford with double a hip surgery from uh, last year. Connor Williams ACL. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Brown actually had triceps uh, injury that he had repaired. Antoine Woods a postseason hip surgery. Um, how extensive was his? I mean, they just say hip surgery. What are we talking about here with Andy? You know, that's, that's, his was his was more of just a cleanup of the of the labrum. And last time I saw him uh, at the at the star, you know, he was doing uh, rehab, and he was he was walking on his own now. So he said he was getting better uh, and felt like he'd be ready to go in May when they started uh, OTAs. You know, the the one surgery that you know was pretty serious. Uh, was Leighton Vanderesh? Uh, yeah, and that's had, the other one. Yeah, Leighton. He had neck surgery, you know, and and I kept reading that it was uh, a minimally invasive neck surgery, and I'm going, you know what? There is no such thing. Exactly, and that's another thing. I, you know, the 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 these minor surgeries that we're told about, they're only minor when they're somebody else's, right? Mine was major. <laughs> I guarantee you. <laughs> And, 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 and so, you know, and what he had done was significant because he had a ruptured disc in, in his cervical in the neck here. And what they do is they take out the ruptured disc and they fuse uh, the vertebrae together. Uh, and, you know, guys have had that and they've come back and played. Daryl Johnston uh, had it. He came back and played, uh, and, you know, and played fullback. Uh, but that, that's, that, again, that's no joke. Uh, when they're messing around. And especially when you're talking about the positions that he plays. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my understanding, you know, and he spoke about it, I think, on a national uh, broadcast either first of this week or late last week about he's ready to go and he should be able to do whatever they ask him to do whenever they get back on the the field uh, for football stuff. But, boy, you know, that's serious. And uh, I have been concerned about that uh, surgery. I mean, the minute you brought it up, Anytime you're dealing with the neck area, and it's not just the surgery, Spags and Bill, it's it's the uh, the rehab afterwards, and also the ensuing contact. Okay, over and over again, you're going right back to where you were, and I'm I'm sure that you know not all surgeries uh, weaken uh, that particular part of the body that's been operated on, but you got to wonder how many more hits you can take when you're talking about that procedure of taking something out and, and whatever they're doing with it. That is uh, some very serious stuff. And when you're talking about his position, you're talking about the horse collar that he loves to wear. There's a reason for that protection. But that doesn't always protect you because this game goes 100 miles an hour and Van Der Esch is not shying from any contact. And neither is the person that he's going against. So. Uh, it, it always worries me, uh, especially that part of the body. So, if he feels comfortable with it, that's great. But I, I man, I, that's a tough one. If that was my son, that'd be a tough call. No matter how minimally invasive that surgery uh, would have been. And you know, you think about what Randy White has gone through, uh, and he had the problem with his neck. And you know, and he's pretty. His neck doesn't have Randy a lot of mobility. White, Randy White cannot turn around. Uh, Randy White cannot look up in the sky. Think about how odd that is. He cannot look up in the sky if, if something was passing overhead. It's impossible. And that is not something that, that I would look forward to as a young man. And if you think about him and how tough he is, was, you know, he, he, he wanted to come back and play in that 89 season. Yeah. Uh, and you know, he had to be told, you know what, you're a little up in age and we're probably going to move on. But had they not told him that, he and he knows that was the right thing to do, 
But had they not told him that, he would have tried to come back and play. Of course year. he would. But sure. that's because that's just the way you feel. You don't really understand what's going on back there. All you know is you can still walk. You can still play. That's all you know. Well, Mickey, it's great that uh, you have survived it. You're on the fast Thank track God, Spags. To, Thank getting, God, Spags. to getting uh, better. Yeah, and thanks, I don't know Bill. About you. It, it, it certainly could have been a lot worse. Because you don't want me doing this show, Spags. You don't want me. <laughs> no. No. Bill, Bill, you don't want me to be that guy, okay? <laughs> well, all I know is I've got two beagles here right next to me who want to be fed right now. <laughs> Bo and Romo are their names. And they're oh. Yeah. <laughs> they, they came along in Tony Romo's first year as the Cowboys starting quarterback. That's why one of them was blessed with the name Romo. <laughs> and uh, they have awakened from their slumber and they want to be fed right now. So I think that's going to do it for this edition of Mix Shots. Good job. Good job. We've got so much to get to next week. And in fact, next week, how about we pick Cubby's brain on cornerbacks? on this team. That's on the next edition of Mix Shots. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, everybody. And don't go out on a bicycle. Stay safe. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!